the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Okay, what we'll be following is my You Have a Brain, Use It segment. Yeah, yeah. God gave you a brain. Use it. Even when it comes to politics. Yes. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. It is the 5 o'clock hour. My computer tells me it's 16 degrees outside. Well, that's warmer than it was this morning. It's warmer than it's going to be tonight. And I think it's warmer than it may be tomorrow. So we'll be thankful for a balmy 16 degrees. Anyway, uh, again, here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. We have elections coming up, a very, very important election. The primaries are very important because that determines who the nominee will be for the respective parties. And then the general election is very, very important. I say it every day on my program. The answer to America's problems is not in the next election. It's not in who resides in the White House or Congress. Uh, the answer to America's problems lies in the pul- the pew and the pulpits. Yeah, well, not many churches have pews. So I'm going to have to change that. Anyway, we have spiritual issues. That does not mean that elections are not important. Look at what has happened in America in three years under this administration. Oh, my goodness, the terrible, horrible things that have happened in the last three years. So, elections are important. So, from there, I would say, study the candidates. This is where you have a brain Use it. Don't believe everything the candidate tells you. Check it out. Do a little examination. In fact, do a lot of examination. Do your homework. And never, 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 ever support any political candidate with blind loyalty. Don't. You do it. If you find things are that are disturbing about your candidate, you had better be willing to change your allegiance. We owe blind loyalty to no one but Jesus. And as I've said, I voted for Trump twice. I think he had a wonderful presidency. I really do. 
And I made a promise when he became president, when he did something that was praiseworthy, I would praise him. When he did something that was cringeworthy, I would criticize him. And I believe I kept that promise. But I was never blindly loyal to Donald Trump like many other people have been and are. And I think of all the things that trouble me. Hey, listen, there are things that trouble me about all of the candidates, the Republican candidates, all of them, okay? So I'm not just picking on Trump. But let me just say this. Of all the things that trouble me about Donald Trump, the thing that troubles me the most is the blind allegiance and the blind loyalty that so many people have for him. When he was running in the primaries, remember he said he could shoot somebody dead on Fifth Avenue and people would still follow him? Remember when he said, he did say that. No, he did. He did actually say that. And sadly, it's true for a lot of people. The allegiance of people to Donald Trump is very, very troubling, and especially for followers of Jesus, followers of Christ, who only owe blind loyalty to Jesus. Donald Trump and Jesus are not on the same level. Okay, the reason I bring this up is something that I just saw. Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, Man, is he a good debater. I love to hear him. I love to hear him in the debates. He is articulate. He is very, very bright. Does he have a chance to be president? No, at least not now. But I think Ramaswamy was running not for president, but for vice president. I think he has been trying to get the support of Donald Trump so that he might be vice president. Because Vivek, and it's not Vec, it's Vake, like cake. Vivek has been brutal with all of the other Republican candidates. Brutal with DeSantis. Brutal with Nikki Haley. Have you seen the debates? What? Vivek said about Nikki Haley, whew, brutal, brutal with Chris Christie, uh, brutal with Mike Pence and all the other previous. I mean, he's been brutal, not Donald Trump. I don't ever remember him saying even one negative thing about Donald Trump. Nothing. He has praised Donald Trump, praised his record, praised his presidency. And he has just said, but I think it's time for a new beginning. I don't remember Ramaswamy attacking Trump in any way, shape, or form. And again, I think it's because he was auditioning for vice president. But his poll numbers are rising, and therefore Donald Trump considers him a threat. So Donald Trump, uh, over the weekend— just unleashed a well, somewhat vicious attack on Ramaswamy. Called him a fraud. He said, Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter. The best president in generations, etc. 
Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Very sly. But a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. And he went on. But he called him a fraud. He called him a fraud. Well, again, Vivek has done nothing but praise Donald Trump. And now Donald Trump, before the Iowa caucuses, has done what Donald Trump usually does. It's not surprising. He attacks his opponents viciously. He's known for that. And sadly, a whole lot of people love him for that, which ought to cause you to really pause. Really? The thing you like best is that he's vicious? Well, he stands up and he fights. Uh, Yeah, okay. Anyway, the reason I brought this up, most Donald Trump supporters have been very positive about Vivek Ramaswamy. Now, they're supporting Donald Trump. There's no doubt about it. But on social media, Vivek's a good guy. Vivek is good. Vivek might make a good vice president. Vivek is a, is a articulate. In other words, the ardent Donald Trump supporters have not been opposed to Vivek Ramaswamy until Donald Trump called Ramaswamy a fraud. And then all of a sudden, many of those Donald Trump supporters who were just fine with Ramaswamy are now, he is a fraud, he's a fraud, he's a phony, he's a fraud. That quickly, because their idol, their leader, said something, and they don't use the brain that God has given them. Well, if Donald Trump said it, it's got to be true. And if Donald Trump said he's a fraud, well, then he's a fraud. And I read some of those posts from people who had been favorable. Because of one post from Donald Trump, they've changed their whole personal attitude. Folks, that is blind loyalty. And it's dangerous. It really is. It's dangerous. If you support Donald Trump, fine. That's fine. But make sure it is not blind support. Please. God gave you a brain. Use it. Radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I never bring it up unless it's in the news. <clears throat> Alcohol. Social drinking. Some of you are going, oh no, the old fuddy duddies on the warpath again. Uh, no, not really. Just a current story. Uh, Most of you know, if you're a regular listener, I'm a teetotaler. I don't condemn people who disagree with me. I I try very hard not to judge people who disagree with me. But I want 
no part of booze, alcohol. I don't care whether it's wine, beer. I have just developed, well, I would say a hatred simply because of what I've seen, what I've experienced, the funerals that I've had, the family counseling, the destructive consequences for so many, many, many people as a result of alcohol. And as I've said many times, there has been a huge shift in the evangelical community. And just personally, I don't think it's a good shift. Uh, When I was growing up, way back in the day, uh, if you were an evangelical Christian, you didn't drink. In fact, if you were part of a Bible-believing church, many times you had to sign a church covenant when you joined the church. And the church covenant said, we will do this, we won't do this, and we will partner together, and we will be brothers and sisters in Christ, and I promise I won't cause problems and difficulty, and I'm going to abide by the doctrinal statement of the church. And in the middle of that church covenant, it was very, very, very common. I will not partake of alcoholic drinks. That was very common. Not today. No, 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 no. Social drinking is fine for many, if not most, evangelical Christians. I mean, it's, it has been a, a complete 180. And I don't think it's a good thing. Uh, many times that change was made because we were told. Settled science says a little bit of wine is really good for your heart. It's really good. We have now found out that was bogus. That was completely, absolutely bogus. Dozens of studies recently have indicated all alcohol has detrimental impacts on your body and on your brain. The phrase that comes over and over again in these studies, there is no such thing as a safe amount of alcohol. Does that mean if you have a little wine with your meal, you're going to die of cirrhosis of the liver? Of course not. Does it mean if you have a little beer with your buddies watching the football game, you're going to die and go to hell? Of course not. And I'm not implying that. And like I said, I'm trying not to judge anyone who disagrees with me. But I'm just seeing so many negatives Here's the latest. I'm not familiar with this church up in the Chicago area, but they have over 5,000 members. members uh, called Chapel Street Church in Illinois. It used to be First Baptist Church of somewhere, and they changed the name, as many Baptist churches have done. They changed their name. And now they're Chapel Street Church. They have over 5,200 members, multiple campuses. I mean, the model evangelical megachurch today. Well, the lead pastor for several years has been Jeff Frazier. Don't know him, don't know anything about him. But he has been removed from his duties. Yeah. He has been forcefully removed by the leadership of the church because of 
alcohol use, quote, while performing his duties. I don't know what that means. Alcohol use while performing duties, use of alcohol on church premises, and the concealment of his wrongdoing, etc. Evidently, when confronted about the use of booze at the church and that impacted his duties, he lied about it at the beginning. He denied it. When he was confronted, he's admitting it now and says he's going to get help. But here is a gigantic megachurch, and the name of Jesus is being drugged through the mud. It's all over the papers up in Illinois. And uh, Julie Roys, who has the Roys Report, who just loves, loves, loves to dig up dirt on fellow Christians, she is, she's all over it. And uh, they've had to remove uh, Pastor Frazier from his duties for an extended period of time. Brian Coffey, who was the lead pastor a few years ago, he is now the pastor of leadership and development, has been appointed as the interim lead pastor. Uh, The new pastor, who was the old pastor, now that you're fully confused, uh, released a statement and reflected on the 25-year ministry alongside Pastor Frazier, who was the one that was forced to leave, urging the congregation to support Pastor Frazier during his healing journey. He emphasized the importance of accountability and redemption in this process while cautioning against gossip and speculation. And that's exactly how it should be handled. Can he be restored? Of course he can be restored. But the sad thing is, alcohol, for whatever reason, whatever amount, I don't know the details, have led to this man who has a wonderful track record as a minister being removed from his duties, relieved from his duties, um, the humiliation and embarrassment, which is fine, um, the accountability, the restoration process, um, and in this case, because of alcohol. We can be very thankful that it's not another woman. He didn't embezzle $3 million. I mean, this is something that he should be able to be easily restored to leadership. I certainly hope so. The bottom line for me, and it may not be for you, I just don't see any good out of it. And I see so much bad. But... That's just me. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.